just things for me. Hello, podcast legends. My name is Ben Greenwood. I am the off-road performance coach. This podcast is to share with you how we do things at Race Ready Off-Road Coaching. So if you want to be a beast on and off the dirt bike, you have certainly come to the right place. Today, this little episode, we're going to talk about vision and feel. Which one do you react to when you're riding your dirt bike? Do you, do you react to vision or do you react to what you're feeling? So I did a little post on this on my Instagram page and got a few people DM me about it. So I thought I would do a quick episode, elaborate on this topic because I'm definitely not implying that we could ride our ride around on our dirt bikes with our eyes shut. <laughs> There's no doubt vision is imperative when we're riding a dirt bike. The purpose of that post I put up and my perspective there was that we don't necessarily want to be reacting to our vision all of the time. There's going to be times, of course, when we need to react really fast to something we see. For the most part, though, that like when I think of reaction, something's got to happen. Like to me, the meaning of reaction is it has to happen instantly. If you're going to react to something, it's bang, it's straight away. So our vision should always be ahead of where our wheels are on the track. And where our wheels are on the track is what we should be feeling. So that feedback that the bike gives us comes through the tires. And for the most part, it's going to come through the foot pegs. Like I'd, I'd hypothesize that 90% of that feedback comes through our feet. Obviously, we get in some of that feedback through our hands as well. The majority of it, though, the highest percentage, I would say, comes through our feet. So we can feel what our tires are doing. Like we, when we're riding to the best of our ability, we're at one with that feeling of grip where our tires are on the track. Our vision is not there. We are not looking at our tires. Our vision is five seconds or more ahead of where we are on the track. And the faster we want to ride a dirt bike, the further ahead our vision needs to be. Because anyone, if you've ever had a period of time off a dirt bike, like a long period of time, I mean, like maybe you haven't ridden for a year or two years and then you go to ride a dirt bike again, you're probably, you like you're going to feel like your brain can't keep up with the speed you want to go. You want to go the speed that you went when you stopped riding two years ago, but your nervous system can't keep up with it. You're trying to ride faster than what you're comfortable with. So your vision, you're not looking ahead far enough, fast enough or far enough ahead. With Whenever we, a lot of the time, just if we fum, like have a bobble in a corner, or make a mistake in a corner. A lot of the times, the cause of that is looking down at our front wheel. We're not look flowing the turn. So looking through the turn with our eyes. So we're ahead of where the bike goes because where we look, the bike will follow. So the, our vision is ahead of where the bike is. So I believe, and this is what I see, 
this is a difference between like a really good pro rider and and like a say a mid pack expert or a, or a clubman rider is the really good pro riders they are really good at looking ahead because they ride so fast so they're comfortable riding at a high speed so their eyes are up they're looking further ahead and they can scan and identify with a sense of calmness so they look ahead they scan the track for obstacles they identify the obstacles They're like oh there's a rock there or there's a square edged hole there or there's a log coming up or there's a jump coming up but you know what I'm just going to look past that because I know I've got the confidence to hit that without even backing off. And when I do hit it, if the bike gives me some sort of feedback and I need to react quickly and give the bike input to keep the wheels on the ground, I'll, I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. So they scan, identify, hold the gas on, move past that obstacle, and then they react to the feedback the bike gives them if and when the bike steps out or kicks or does whatever it's going to do when they go over the obstacle because they've got the confidence to do that so obviously that comes from confidence in their ability and confidence in their bike setup a lower level rider doesn't have that confidence you can see it when you watch a race a clubman rider will come out of a corner they'll see the next corner and they'll back off as soon as they see it and they'll just coast. And often they've got to accelerate again. <laughs> They're going so slow before they get to the corner that they have to accelerate again. Whereas the pro, they come out of the corner, they see the next corner, and they accelerate. They keep accelerating. They don't react. They keep accelerating as hard as they can until they feel like they need to break. The key word there is feel. They feel like they can break way later than you or, you or I can. So that is a feeling. It's not a vision thing. It's a feeling thing. And obviously the vision plays a role in it. Their vision is so far ahead, but the feeling comes from a sense of confidence and a sense of calmness. And that can only come through experience. So obviously the two play a, a massive role. And if you're struggling with speed maybe you're just struggling with speed you're struggling with confidence or you're you're hesitating a lot number one would be where are your eyes looking like pick your vision up look past the obstacles if you identify an obstacle or a rock that's okay look past it because as soon as you fixate on something whether it's a rut a rock or a hole in the track you're gonna hit it for sure <laughs> and 99% of the time, you'll probably back off because you you know you're going to hit it and you're scared you're going to hit it. If you just identify, go, okay, there's a hole there. I'm good. Keep accelerating. Get in a good position and have confidence in your bike setup to ride through it. Like 99% of the time, even if the bike kicks a little bit, you'll get through it and be fine. So where vision can or I guess relying on vision too much or or thinking that vision is the is what we should be reacting to all of the time can lead to hesitation. That's what I see in a lower a rider with a lower level of skill, they're overreacting. 
as soon as they see something, they react. They're like, oh, shit, I've got to slow down. I'm going to back off. Pro Rider doesn't do that. They see it. They identify it. They move past it. They don't react instantly. Now, obviously, again, like I said at the start, there is some things that we're reacting to, we have to react to from our vision. But what I guess what I'd invite you to think about is, am I reacting too soon when I'm riding? Am I, or am I reacting out of fear? Am I reacting at something I can see in my vision because I'm afraid of what's going to happen? Am I afraid that my bike isn't set up correctly so I don't have confidence in my bike setup? Am I afraid that my riding technique isn't quite good enough so I'm not, I, I can't handle that impact? Am, am I afraid that my, I'm not strong enough to handle that impact? Like There's a whole host of things that could be causing us to feel that way. But that's what I would be inviting you to ask yourself is if you're reacting as soon as you see something or too quickly, why is that? Why are you reacting to it? So again, it comes back to how can we improve that? Okay, well, it's eyes up for a start. It starts with the vision for sure. And then it comes to confidence. Like once your eyes are up and you are looking far enough ahead, it comes down to confidence that you can identify an obstacle, a rock, a hole, a log, a jump, whatever it is, and have the confidence within yourself to keep accelerating toward that obstacle. Or if it's a corner, to accelerate a lot deeper into that corner. So it's knowing how hard you can break. Like, again, these pro riders, they're breaking way later than you or me. Why is that? Because they feel like, again, it comes back to a feeling. They don't feel like they have to slow down when you and I feel like we do. They have practiced the skill of riding and they have practiced the skill of how much speed they can wash off in a short period, a short amount of distance on the track that they, their feeling of when they need to break is way later than you and I. That just comes down to being a better dirt bike rider. They've spent more hours practicing the skill of riding. So we can all fix that. Like anyone listening to this podcast, we can improve that skill. Obviously, it comes down to hours. Like you've got to put in the hours and get more seat time. But what are you doing when you're riding? Like, again, it comes down to when we go out for a ride and we're practicing or training. Like, are we actually just burning laps and doing the same thing over and over again? Or are we actually going to work on improving our technique, improving our vision, improving our our braking like learning how how deep we can actually break and how hard we can actually break and wash off speed improving confidence with our bike setup like learning how to set up our bike better so we do have confidence to accelerate through holes to accelerate into the face of jumps into logs whatever it might be because we know we've got our te- our we know our bike setup's dialed. Like the pro knows that. A pro knows they've tested their bike so much they know that they can just hit that thing full tilt. They don't have to back off. So then like the other thing, and this was the like the purpose of my the post I put on Instagram is 
plyometrics. Like I'm, I, I'm always thinking about how our off bike training can complement what we do on the bike, or not necessarily complement it, but how does like what we do off the bike, how does that transfer onto the bike? And for me, like plyometrics is that it's a big part of it. There's a whole host of other benefits to plyometrics and you would have heard me talk about them in a lot of other podcasts the reactiveness and how they teach us to produce force reactively is a massive part or a massive one of the benefits that we get from plyometric training because when you do a plyometric you are you're reacting to the contact of your foot on the ground so even so something as simple as a basic pogo hop, you're reacting to that contact of your foot on the ground. As you feel that contact of the ground, you're translating that force back into a vertical jump straight up. And that is happening within a millisecond, within a millisecond. Think about doing a squat or like any sort of squat, a goblet squat, a split squat, any sort of barbell squat. It's that movement is happening over seconds. It's taking two to three seconds and your foot's doing nothing. Like the foot is just fixed in one position on the ground. So that doesn't mean it's not complementing our training. Like that's, there's other benefits to just getting strong, like our ability to tolerate large amounts of force. That's why we do uh, our traditional strength training. But the benefits from the plyometric side of our training, a big part of it is that reactiveness and that feedback and that's where again riding on the balls of our feet i personally feel like we get better feedback on the balls of our feet as to what the bike is doing down at its lowest point where that center of mass is where we can feel that feedback from the wheels our suspension and the chassis of our dirt bike so hopefully there's a little bit of value for you there Again, if that's something that you struggle struggle with, they would be my go-tos. Like when you're training, practice like practice drills where you're getting your eyes up. You can place things on the track. Like you can if you've got someone there with you, you can it's probably hard to do it if you're on your own, but you can have someone like place a witch's hat on a track and move it around. So when you come out of a corner, every lap, they're gonna move that witch's hat around. So if you're not looking up quick enough, you're gonna hit it. So you can do, there's little drills like that you can do, like moving things around on the track that you've got to identify and it's changing all the time. But it really just comes back to when you're going out training and riding on your dirt bike, do it with intent. And it doesn't have to mean you spend five hours of your day doing it, but say you go out for two hours of riding, just spend 15 or 20 minutes at the start working on some drills. Work on your vision and picking your eyes up work on breaking like set again get a witch's hat how deep can you actually break into a corner without overcooking the corner you'll probably surprise yourself if you keep moving that witch's hat close to the corner and actually work on breaking as late as you can and as hard as you can like really squeezing your front brake you will be surprised as to how hard and uh, sorry how deep you can actually go into a corner so these are all skills we can improve. Again, bike setting. Work on getting your bike setting dialed. 
So you've got the confidence to hit obstacles. So otherwise, that's it for today. Short and sharp. Got another one coming at the end of the week and we'll have a couple more episodes out next week with some guests coming on very shortly. So look forward to them and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you. I appreciate you for listening.